Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. song yeah radio jam i like it eh? i don't know it this is the first time i've heard it the song is called way down we go by an artist uh, that goes by the name uh, Kaleo? 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 Oh my god. I, I thought it'd be a funny bit one day to do, like on the radio. It's just like intentionally mispronounce every artist you're playing. And just see if you can fuck with people to the point where they call you and start giving you shit. Yeah, they will. <laughs> like, whatever radio station plays this song, be like, there's a Kala Ed Sheeran with, you know, just like intentionally ripping apart artist names. Just make people mad. Because, mm. you know, if you do it, especially on classic rock stations, right, Mara? People get pretty upset. They get pretty upset, guys. Yeah. Never start your radio career at a classic rock station and know oh. very little about the music. Or oldies. Or oldies, because I've been burned, too. <laughs> oldies, but I feel like the oldies people will be nicer than the classic rock crowd. Which was the one you screwed up, Mora? Oh, my God. Uh, the, most, uh, the most epic chili. one was Voodoo the Voodoo Chili. <laughs> I called in my defense. <laughs> yeah. I called somebody, but I called the receptionist who was like my age. I should have called somebody else. So you, you, okay, you had Jimi Hendrix, Voodoo Child coming up. And, Which and, is written out as Voodoo Chili, by the way. <laughs> and the 21-year-old version of myself was like, oh, it's got to be Voodoo Chili. I ran it by the receptionist. She's like, sounds right to me. (laughs) Uh, You know what I hope? I hope that receptionist knew the right answer and just set you up to just fail. (laughs) Watch this girl go down and play. Oh my God. That Uh, reminds me, if I'm ever a receptionist in a radio station (laughs) and someone calls and be like, how do you pronounce it? I'd be like, oh no, it is chilly for sure. (laughs) You know how we sometimes do that to you when uh, when you have to do traffic on our show and you're like, it's it's Bramalia, right? Right. For a streamer, like, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah." <laughs> yeah, you guys love watching me crash yeah, and burn. Yeah, Queens Quay. Queens Quay. Queens Quay. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly how you pronounce it. Yeah, as long as that would be funny. <sighs> because that used to be more important than, you know, now who cares? Yeah. And if I ever had to work for it, like when I worked at Oldies, there was an artist and God, now I'm going to get it wrong, but I'm pretty sure it's like Fan- Fontella Bass. Right? Is the guy, do you know that? I don't uh, know that. Anyway, well, you know the song. Let's see. And it's spelled B-A-S-S, and I think I was saying Fontella Bass. (laughs) Yeah, and this song right here, you know the song. You probably didn't even know who sang it before. 
part is, is that when I worked on this oldie station, we would pre-record a lot of stuff, but we couldn't hear the music that we were talking over. Mm. So I'd have no idea on the tempo of a song. Right. I could be coming into it 100 miles an hour. <laughs> like, all right, here's the latest. It's from Anne Murray and blah, 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 blah. And it's and like slow. <laughs> it's like the slowest song ever. Yeah, I think it's Fontella bass. Yeah, I learned very soon in my radio career to never say anything unless you're 100% sure. To just be like, what a jam, and then move on. If you you don't know the artist, don't mention the name. Maybe it is Fontella Bass. I don't even know now. I forget. But all I know is that, yeah, by today's standards, I just say, hey, it's Rescue Me. Have a great day. I wouldn't even say who it was. Yeah, (laughs) you're right. That's the right thing to do. Yeah. Like, if you don't know somebody's name or you're on the fence about what the name is, you just don't use the name. Exactly. Exactly. You don't take a stab at it the worst and hope it, for the best. There's there's this guy that uh, that we see occasionally in the summer uh, sailing. My brother and I both sail. We both uh, hang around this area. So you see this guy? So we see this guy around and I was like, this is a, a number of years ago. I said to my brother, I'm like, what's that guy's name? And he's like, oh, it's Mikey. <laughs> I'm like, okay, great. <laughs> I'm like, hey, uh, Mikey. And he's like, oh, it's actually Mickey. And I'm like, ah, <laughs> He just, but he didn't know either, but he just like, I yeah, I see? did the research, yeah. I thought I knew, and then like I was given uh, wrong information. Right? Just like the receptionist. It's like the receptionist <laughs> threw you under the bus. Uh, oh boy. Was that the receptionist that ended up? Uh, yes. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yes. Hooking up with the boss? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Well, maybe that's karma. I don't know. <laughs> um... Yeah, what are we? What were we doing? Oh, you know what I was gonna. I, I again, too hot for the radio show. Sometimes perfect for the podcast. I was doing like a sex education story last week, and I'm like, oh, I got to earmark this for the podcast because there's some things that make me laugh. What did we just do? Didn't we d- just do a sex tips? Yeah, thing? but some of the sex tips I couldn't say. I'm like, this yeah. is too we, sexual. We did a we did a whole podcast on going down on people. Yeah, like didn't how to we? get blowjobs or something? Yeah, like yeah. Jobs and you're welcome for that. Oh man, did I get a lot of DMs about that conversation? Did you guys get a lot? Well, you're gonna see. You got a fucking blowjob. You oh, got some great head out of it. Not listen to podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> what were people DMing? Were like, they just like being I creepy? I fucking love when you guys talk about sex on the podcast. They love it. They eat it up. Yeah. So, sickos, yeah. sick weirdos. <laughs> and so then you, you DM more... us about it, and it's like, oh, this is kind of creepy. Isn't it funny that the, I'm always accused of being tips guy, and Mora's got all the tips today? I just regurgitate from what I'm seeing here from one of these um, sex columnists that I follow. This one, Tracy Cox is her name. And Great name. <laughs> <laughs> she's been talking about the most embarrassing things that people have ever believed about sex. Like maybe when you were a teenager and somebody said to her, like in movies and in TV, they always make the point of insertion look so easy. Oh, uh, yeah. This, as a teenager, this guy said he was so confused because he thought you weren't supposed to use your hand to guide your dick anywhere. But learning that that is okay was a big thing for him. He thought you always had to do it hands free, you know? Yeah, yeah. You're just there and you're just like, woo! There it goes. Sometimes you can. Sometimes you can. A lot of the time you can. Depends on how much foreplay is happening. But when you're new at the game... Oh, and then you realize that not all front doorways are the same... uh, It's not the same path in. (laughs) The same size. Well, no. Also, sometimes it could be just a little different. 
I don't know. If really? Got, Depending yeah. on the body? Yeah, well, oh. you know, women's labia, uh-huh. you know, like could be different. <laughs> sure. Could be just like a slightly different, uh, you know, you get a different It's like hair. you got uh, different uh, doorways on houses. See, not, some of them are more modern. Not all penises are perfectly straight either. Yeah. That's right. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's the truth. I'm a southpaw. I got a mean left hook. <laughs> Yeah, I, I think that's from that. holding it and squeezing it too much as a child. You know, it just started to, to fucking curve. curve. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh my god, you guys, it's so funny. You guys have these organs on the outside of your body. Like, I, they just hang there. Right? Just hang it's there. always there, so flapping around. Crazy. Getting all sweaty and gross. <laughs> um, what's another one here? Let me see. Another one. Did you give us one already? I gave oh, you the yeah. like. Oh, that you can be hands on. Yeah, that yeah. is okay. What about this move? Okay, mm-hmm. you tell me if you think this is classy or classless. Mm-hmm. Um, getting a little spit involved, the spit on your hand, and then in order to, because sometimes let's say you're all ready to go as a woman, mm-hmm. but like there hasn't been any action in the in the at the front door, mm-hmm. and you got to get through the front door before you are in an area that's ready to receive. Okay, sure. and, and you just need to get through that front door. You got to get a little lubricant going. I am instantly a spit in your hand. I'm instantly reminded of that scene from Eight Mile. Eight Mile? Oh, I thought you were going to say Brokeback Mountain because there's a great scene there. <laughs> sure. Where uh, do you remember when? What's her name? Brittany Murphy. Mm. She's now deceased. Isn't Eight she? Mile. I don't know. She I don't like know the scene. she like took her hand and she licked it and then stuffed it down Eminem's pants. And I remember being like. Damn, that's hot! Like just the way she like licked her hand, I was like, "Oh my god!" That's just yeah. Well, (laughs) sure, that's kind of funny. That's cool. (laughs) You don't remember that scene? No, I I haven't seen that movie. I I mean, it's been forever. That movie's so old now. Uh, I don't remember it. Brokeback Mountain. There was a big yeah. A lot of people talk about that scene. I don't remember the spitting as much. Heath Ledger, Heath Ledger was about to like, I uh, think, uh, mount uh, Jake Gyllenhaal, and he, spat and he in just his hand? spat down on oh. his own, spat on himself. Oh, I don't, I don't know if he, I don't know if he used his hand, and then See, yeah, the hand, I mean, the look, hand is classier in my opinion. You, you don't, and you don't have to go like. <laughs> <laughs> and then be like, all right, get it ready. And then you start having sex. You can just kind of like do it discreetly. Discreetly. Yeah. But and then you know, just get a little, uh, I don't know. Bundes is looking at me like I'm crazy. Mm. No, no. I mean, I do it all the time. I you just know. don't. It just doesn't. Um, the way you're describing it sounds a lot more vicious or graphic than yeah. it actually <laughs> is when it happens. Yes. But it's a bit of a technique. So if you, yeah, if you use a little uh, spit as lubricant in order to get ready to get through that front door, sure. what does that make you? Is that are you okay it's with fine. that? It's fine. Fine. Okay. If someone, I couldn't. You know, some people are great spitters. I cannot spit with accuracy or direct. You know, the fact that he's able to spit and it lands in the right spot is amazing. Well, to me. it's a movie, so it, it, we don't really know if he hit his target. They Do it again, Heath. Part. You missed. It was way to the left. Yeah, there's no way. Was, oh. Could you imagine that was a moment in the making of that movie where the director's like, "Hang on, Heath. That was uh, <laughs> that was too left. That was too far left. Start over. Start over." Um, I can relate to this. Uh, this somebody sent this to the sex expert saying, "My sex ed took place in a Christian school." They were very good about condoms and STDs, but the explanations were set with sex weren't really like it wasn't broken down as to what happened. So this 
young woman grew up thinking that the penis and vag would dock like spaceships almost like pulling up <laughs> beside oh, th- each other. I thought that for sure. Yeah, I, there I was thought- just like a docking that happened. Well, not so much docking. I thought it was, I didn't realize that the hole would then lead up the body. <laughs> I thought it just went straight in like a belly button almost, but it was a bit lower. <laughs> I I mean, that's like I used to think as a child, like when I started figuring it out that you could you could get pregnant just by the rubbing, like the motion like that. That was I didn't understand that there was semen and eggs and fertilization happening. You know, I mean, you probably could get someone pregnant from rubbing. (laughs) Yes, (laughs) if there's semen and eggs involved. Yeah. yeah. Were you did you were you exposed too early to be dumb about uh, insertion? Uh, I, I was pretty aware. I, I remember being like in grade four and having like a duotang full of porn pictures that like me and my friends printed off computers. Like I was all about it. <laughs> I was fucking researching this shit uh, from such a young age. Training. Yeah. Yeah. training. I, like I loved it in, in sex ed class. I would be the one with my fucking hand up all the time. Like, miss, I know the answer. I know the answer. <laughs> it was bad. So you're probably exposed too young then, eh? Do you think? Or were you like, oh shit, I was too young to see those pictures? I mean, I was probably too young. I mean, I... I lost my virginity at the age of 13 right? yeah like, that's too young that's young i mean yeah. that happens though you hear it's not uncommon to hear that like there, there are people like i know it's uncomfortable for you tucker because you've I got a kids. 13 year old and a 15 year old yeah that's in that age Ugh. group yeah yeah i know i but i yeah my best friend when i was 13 i was at a party where she had sex yeah for the first time it was crazy walking back from that party after she'd done it yeah. I was like I, I mean, I was still shooting blanks. Like I, that was so far removed from where I was at. What was she saying? Was she like that was crazy, or she was she like, was kind of dating a slightly older guy, and we were at his house. It was a big get together, and they hooked up, and uh, she just kind of like was okay with it. She was consensual, you know? Sure. She wanted to do it, but I think that's pretty fucked up. I don't know. <laughs> it's like pretty young, yeah. 13, man, is so young. It, it, you know? I agree. Like, even looking back at it myself, like, I, I, I didn't really know what I was doing, and I was scared shitless shaking the entire time I was doing it. Oh, yeah. Um, and, it's almost and, like you didn't really want to be there in many well, ways. Well, you want to do it just so you can say you do it. Yeah. You did it. You know, it's almost like a bragging uh, thing. But you don't really know what you're doing, and... Thinking that, like thinking back on it, like I thought I was so grown up at the age of thirteen that I would do something like that. But I was right. a fucking idiot. Oh, yeah, I didn't yeah, know yeah, anything. Yeah, yeah, if yeah, you yeah. if you were literally sitting in front of a two uh, like a boy and a girl, thirteen year old uh, each, yeah. you, it would blow your mind to see how young it is now. By, I know, I know. Yeah. Uh, whenever I drive by high schools, were you with a thirteen year old? Yeah, my girl. Uh, uh, like we were both in the same grade. Wow. Uh, and it was grade eight. Oh my um, God. I don't think I had ever had a real kiss in grade eight. Yeah, I think I, the no. furthest I had gone is hold, held somebody's hand and my hand got so sweaty, right? <laughs> yeah. It's just, it's crazy. I was just going to say like driving by high schools now and I see the kids that are outside and they, they look like six-year-olds to me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They don't look like, you know, 16-year-olds. Mm-hmm. They, uh, the thing that I remember after seeing my first real porn when I was young is that I was under the impression, impression that all adult women walked around with crotchless panties. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly. You thought that that I, was the norm? I thought that's how it was. Yeah. When your you're panties a, don't... When you're an adult female, yeah. you have a, a hole cut out of your panties that allow for instant penetration anytime you want. Wow! <laughs> it, it, yeah, like there, there's some fuck. 
can really fuck you up seeing porn at a too young an age. Yeah. You know, I was probably thirteen. Mm-hmm. Uh, de- definitely was too young. I remember me and my buddy Max. We were in grade five. Okay, and we ev- we can't tell these stories. No, no, this I'm just saying. Like, creepy. Yeah, I was just like, what we like at lunch. Mm-hmm. We would go to his house because he had the internet at his house, mm. and we would just fucking pull up pictures on on this website just to see nude girls. It's not like we didn't do anything. It was just we were looking at it. We You're were like, fascinated oh, wow. by it. You know yeah, I mean? yeah, yeah, yeah. It is fascinating. But that's I'm what still we wanted fascinated. to do on our lunch. You know? <laughs> yeah, sure. Holy. Okay. So mom was never wise about that. The internet searches at lunchtime, eh? Like no, the mom no didn't idea. Know. No, no idea. No one knew how to check a history. <laughs> whoever this came was up with dial that. up, man. By the way, whoever came up with that feature on a web browser is an asshole. Needs to be punched <laughs> in the face. <laughs> yeah. Like every window should be a private window. Fuck yeah. this. Like, oh, you want to see what I looked at three days ago? <laughs> Who's the dick who came up with that? You're so right. Like I'm embarrassed <laughs> for everything I look at. Like I don't even want my husband knowing how often I'm on Kijiji or like yeah. you know i don't want him seeing all that shit okay uh the g-spot okay there's never a, heard of it <laughs> there's a guy who said you know for the long long time i thought the clit was the g-spot i remember having conversations with guy friends about the g-spot and they're like i can't find it and he's like oh every time i have sex with a woman she's orgasming with her g-spot yeah. and then he realized he was mortified later to realize it was actually inside the vagina yeah like, can i ask you an ignorant question does mm-hmm. every woman have an area that they would consider their g-spot like i think i know where it is but mm-hmm. Like, and is it in a different place for most women or is it always like uh, upper and uh, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, no, I think it's always the anatomy wise. It's kind of the same. You know, it's okay. funny after having a baby, I feel like mine has shifted a little bit, which makes fucking sense, doesn't it? It's moved. Yeah. So it, it's generally a more sensitive area. And uh, for most people. Yes. Yeah, kind of like a, guys have a prostate and exactly, whatever. Exactly, yeah. exactly. And yeah, they don't cover that enough, probably. Well, I think that, I, like, they're not trying to teach you how to pleasure a woman in sex ed, are they? They're trying to teach you how to be safe. Yeah, they're not like, here's, here's how to have sex and make sure she has an orgasm. That's not covered. Yeah, they leave it for you to figure out a lot of stuff. Like, <laughs> I, I guarantee the first time I ever gave a woman an orgasm, it was a complete accident. And it was only because, and I was, I was obviously horrible mm-hmm. when I would be hooking up with girls. Mm-hmm. And this is late. Like I was in like Bundes hooking up with people when I was 13. This is like grade 11 for me. Mm-hmm. And I remember the first time she, she was on top of my hand while I was doing like the traditional fingering. Yes. <laughs> and you know, like even looking and you're at like, what am I doing? What am I I'm doing? Just like, I'm just like <laughs> banging her with my finger. Didn't know, didn't know. Who doesn't love that? <laughs> But I, classic she, move. She, classic. She strategically, you know, being smart, placed herself in a position where I was accidentally for stimulating me, her. stimulating her clit. She, yeah, she ended up having an orgasm, and here I am thinking, oh, I guess I was going fast oh, enough. Fucking hero, man! Oh, I'm a hero. oh man, I just you know to this day, <laughs> so embarrassing. She wasn't. Hey, look, she wasn't the best either. at The stuff she was doing, so no. we were both pretty new at it. But yeah, mm. I definitely I feel a little bit bad about some of my early technique. Yeah. Like my first blowjob that I ever gave a guy. The guy essentially forced me on his oh, cock. That's really. Not good. We were like, he came and picked me up. He had a van. 
Oh. We red, went. Red flag, red flag. You had a van. Was there van. an area to hang out in the back? Well, uh, like there's a couch? There's or like, what kind of van are we talking? Minivan? Minivan, yeah. Oh, minivan, okay. Wasn't like Not uh, the from, white painter's truck. No, yeah, no. or that 70s uh, show van, you Shag know. Oh, no, no. It's like a family van. Okay. And we were sitting in the back making out, and it was getting hot. We we pulled into um an elderly home like parking lot and just went at it in the parking lot and then at a certain point he just like you know pushed my knees down off the seat and I was kind of like ah you know no I, I you know this is like one of my first like real hot sexy makeouts yeah so I don't think I was ready to perform oral sex but it just you know the cock was out Pushed me down. Ah, it's very date rapey. Yeah, and I kind of went with it, which I'm sure a lot of girls do. Because I, I really could... liked the guy. I yeah, really liked the guy, you yeah. know? I, yeah, I so, definitely have never done that. Yeah, well, I hope nobody does it to your daughters either. Oh, my God. Fuck, yeah. you know, because some guys think it's okay. And it's a gentle suggestion. He wasn't, like, forcing it on me. But I did say no i don't want to do that but then you know thing he was oh, ready yeah. to go that is a hundred percent date rate right there <laughs> yeah. the second you say no mm. that's it there's yeah. no that this is the stuff and you know what's crazy is that I, I feel like i've always known this um but like i remember having an argument with uh someone and she was trying to say, like, guys need to be educated on consent. And I was like, what are you talking about? Who doesn't know that? But then it turns out that I was completely wrong, that tons of people don't know about, you know, consent. And mm-hmm. this idea, like, you know, oh, and, and it comes from everything. You know, it comes from watching old James Bond movies or whatever. No sure. means yes. Just keep going until they see, they agree to it. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Or like, oh, once we start kissing, they'll, they'll find their way to being in love with me in that moment. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, if you say not. No. And then they're like, they keep pushing you down? Oh my God. Yeah. Well, he got what he wanted. I remember not knowing, like, blow, like, why do they call it a blowjob? Am I supposed to blow on the this? <laughs> like, is it blowing? Yeah. You know? Yeah. I didn't see porn. I didn't watch any of that stuff. So I didn't really have an idea. But let me tell you, it went well based on what happened, yeah. which was also a fucking shock. Yeah. It's like, oh my God, what do I do now? Yeah. Well, you you go home. You get dropped off. You know, it's funny. See you later. You say that. The first time, the first time I ate, <laughs> Maura, the first time I ate a girl out, I put a napkin in my shirt. I was getting ready. For- Are you fucking? <laughs> Shut up. Okay. <laughs> I'm joking. <laughs> a napkin. It was just a joke based on your own. I thought I had to blow on it. <laughs> Taking right, things eat her out. Yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> I bought a knife and fork. I put a napkin in my shirt. No, I did not. Bib. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Be fucking priceless. <laughs> oh my yeah. God. All right, are we ready to do this? <laughs> I'm sure I tried to blow on it too. I was yeah. like, what do I, which, which may have been sexy. <laughs> yeah, wow. How old was the guy? I probably we would have been enough for me if I was a kid. Yeah, we Teenager. were grade 10. I don't know how old that is, but yeah, yeah, the things you learn the hard way, right? Oh boy. this You know what? This whole podcast is making me feel just like semi uncomfortable or very uncomfortable comfortable at times mm-hmm. yeah yeah 100 percent. what that story more is telling you is wrong that is uh, that is a f- that's date rape and, and, it's- uh, and that's what they say is that women uh will most likely know the person that they get raped by you know what i mean mm. 
because it's a situation like that. Well, I really up- liked him. I wanted yeah. to be his girlfriend. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I Guess what? Guess what? Yeah. <laughs> Wasn't his girlfriend. Oh, not even, eh? No, no. Ah. Not after that. No. Gotcha. Play hard to get, eh? Right. <laughs> That's the oh. trick, honestly. That's 100% the trick. <laughs> All right. Any other tips there that it's going to get us back on track here? I mean, or is no, that it? I think that's, that's probably the G spot was the last. Um, yeah, the G spot was the last one. See why we can't have these conversations on the radio? Got to have a podcast. Got to have a podcast so we can have conversations like this one right here. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, there we go. How about we just uh, get back into our great music by Kalio. <laughs> It's Kaleo. Kaleo. That would make the most sense, but I'm still not sure. Oh my God, the song now. Way down we go. It brings. It is now. Even the song's not rescuing. This song was playing when it happened. Anyway, thanks for checking out the podcast. As always, we appreciate your support. Way down. Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. I ended up working uh, at the bar. Oh, DJing to play a couple uh, well, sets. You know what? We were short staffed. So I stepped in and I wondered how you would have handled this situation. Because I'm not a seasoned server. I step in when needed, but I don't know all the ins and outs of the industry. So there's a couple that I'm serving and they're clearly on a date. They got a bottle of wine going. And at a certain point, the guy says, we'd like to step outside for a smoke. Um. And he makes a big deal of like leaving his credit card. Like, I'm going to give you my credit card and we're going to step outside, but we'll be back. And I don't know, just instinct. I was like, I absolutely not. Do not need your credit card. You know, oh, go on. <laughs> like, don't you worry about that. <laughs> I brushed it off like so aggressively. I'm like, no, 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 no. Almost like your money is no good here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You've never met these people. Either, I right? have no, I have never met them. <laughs> But I instantly gave them all of my trust. I'm like, no, 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 no. Please just step outside and have a smoke. You know, we trust. Yeah, we, we trust, trust you. We trust people here. We Bundes. trust you. How would you like this story to end? <laughs> oh, I definitely hope they left. Yeah. This is a young couple. They've ordered a bottle, which, you know, I'll tell you, we're not the kind of place that people order bottles at all the time. They usually oh, people go by the glass. They saw you. They saw the noob behind the bar. <laughs> like, oh, let's get a bottle here and let's do a little dash of Rooney. I didn't think much of it. I shook it off. I'm like, yeah, go have your smoke. You know, we'll see you in a bit. Yeah. And then time started kind of passing. <laughs> 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 and I start wondering, you know, did I make a mistake? Because I said to our head bartender, who's uh, like been a bartender for like a decade, like he really has been in the industry. I'm like, I just, I, I didn't accept the card. And he's like, you see? That's why people love this place. And then I'm like, oh, no, it's not normal. 
<laughs> I'm like, it's not regular. Because he's like, yeah, no, that's fine. But it didn't reassure me because it seemed like it was out of the ordinary. I right? can't, honestly can't think of one time anybody's ever asked me to leave a card. I mean, the last time I left a card, it was because I was running a tab at a bar, yeah, right. you know, and you yeah. didn't have a table, and uh, they wanted to make sure you were going to close it off at the end of the night. Sure. And then how many times have you left that damn card there and realized the next morning you never closed off that tab? You and just then left. They close it off for you, and I think they usually put a pretty good tip in there, don't they, <laughs> in that kind of situation? Anyway. Yeah. So, so the oh. question is, yeah. did they dine and dash? Did they take the opportunity and think, huh? I'm torn on this one because uh, part of me thinks, like, why would you even tell this story if they didn't dash? But then also, I'm going to be disappointed if they just came back and they had a great night and everybody walked away happy. Because we do, on this show, we do enjoy, take pleasure. take pleasure in other people's misery. As long as that misery is just, you know, like it's minor. Level, really. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, like they, what, a bottle of wine. What would that cost your business? 20 bucks? Yeah, I would enjoy that if they walked in. <laughs> <laughs> You're terrible. I know, I know I'm terrible, but You're look, terrible. You can, we all laugh at each other's uh, misfortunes. So, what happened? I'll tell you what happened. They yeah. were gone for a very long time. What's that? I think they must have gone to buy the smokes at a very far away corner oh, store. Okay. But they did return. And sit down and finish the bottle. Yeah. And then proceeded to tell me that the guy came in here by mistake, but had the best time of his life. Wow. wow. <laughs> <laughs> and I do believe it was because of the trust that I showed <laughs> that he thought, damn. Yeah. You know what? He's going to come back a second time. And he's going to do the same thing. Next time, he's going to order an even more expensive bottle of wine. And you're going to go, no, don't leave your card. <laughs> and he's going to dip. Yeah. Yeah. They don't Minus, take cards here. Yeah, One hopes that happens because <laughs> that story would have been better for us if he just never came back. <laughs> well, I finally had a chance to go to Mora's hometown for the first time. Yeah. Guelph, Ontario. I spent a good part of the weekend in Guelph for a hockey tournament. The Royal City. The okay. G-Spot. Yeah, the G-Spot. <laughs> oh, boy. Got to go to that bakery Mora always brings up if someone says they're from yes. Guelph with the grain. Oh, oh Bought some lemon squares Well there. done. Uh, Bundes, you ever been to Guelph? I uh, can't say I have unless I, I might have went there for hockey, you know, like a hockey oh, game when yeah, I was younger. Nice, but, nice. Baseball. Never been to Guelph. Yeah, but never been to Guelph like for a night out Oh, let me tell you. Yeah. Oh. I'm missing out. Did you go out? Oh boy! Did you hit the town? <laughs> little for little dinner at Turtle Jacks. Oh! <laughs> you know what? I can't speak to Turtle Jacks because okay. it, it wasn't in town when I was in town. It was just a place near the hotel. It was fine. It you was guys good. Put Actually, no were, it, effort in to go to any of the the hot spots I told you about. I drove around. You're like hot spots. You're like, oh, go check out the town. Do do do. I'll tell you, Guelph is just like every other smaller <laughs> Ontario town. No, 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 no. Oh, it they is did special. Have this, they did have this great restaurant that my uh, daughter and I uh, went to. Uh, I think they call it. Subway, Subway, Subway. Sorry, Subway. Yeah, they got a Subway there, Bundes. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, they yeah. have this this big store 
Uh, right near the uh, the community center where the uh, hockey rink is, mm-hmm. okay, yeah. and they sell a little of everything, but it's massive, and you get big quantities. Ooh. And they, they call it uh, Kustko. 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 They got a Kustko okay. there. It's really <laughs> neat store. Listen. They got this. They got this street downtown. I don't know the name of it, but I'm pretty sure you could just call it Main Street because they had all these uh, businesses that looked like they were doing just okay because people don't go downtown anymore oh, to shop. You know, stop it. They had a river that runs through that. Town. I told you about Speed River. Yeah. I said it's lovely. Yeah, just like every other Ontario town that either has a lake or river. Yeah. It's a little far from the 401. Could they not have developed things closer to the highway? Oh, give me a break. I mean, they're still centered around Highway 7. That's so 100 years ago. Some people don't want to be close to the 401, okay? Hey, who's this? Frank. Frank, are you from Guelph? Born and raised. Yeah, great place to be born and raised, I'm sure. (laughs) What what do people think? When when you have people from out of town come visit you, Frank, are they like, man, (laughs) we got to find a job in Guelph. We got to live here. Tucker, I'd hate to say I love my hometown, but you're so right. I have no clue what the allure is with this place besides the fact that it's called the Royal City. Yeah, it's thank you, Frank. And Frank. don't get me wrong, a lovely place, I'm sure, to raise a family, buy a house, if you're if you can work around there or whatever, looks fine. But if you're not from there, is there a reason to go there? I think the best thing about Guelph, though, is that we've always been nicknamed the world's most ordinary city. Oh, really? I haven't heard that one. Laura, do you remember Mondex? It was like a debit-type system that you load money on, basically like a debit card. Started in Guelph! They spent $38,000 to make all the parking meters downtown Mondex accessible. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> the garbage two years later. Yeah, good. Yeah. Good. Make smart decisions there with her payment systems. Hey, we're ahead of the curve. Sometimes we're wrong, yeah. but we are ahead of the curve. Yeah. Yesterday, Bundes and I, both big fans of Formula One car racing, races at 1 p.m., I start watching it. Something kind of crazy happens. I text Bundes. I'm like, oh, my God. (laughs) Crazy. Poor Checo. And he's like, I'm not watching the race. I'm out with a Friday night lady friend looking at places to live together. I was like, oh, You're you're house hunting on race day? Yeah, I know. Bundes. The race is on. You couldn't have worked it around. Oh, my God. What the hell? You know what, more? It's just the start. I love it. I love it. <laughs> You're house hunting uh, on race day? Uh, yeah, I, I, I was not happy about it. Such a great race, too. If you watched it yesterday, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was, yeah, the lead was changing hands. It was like, oh, yeah, there was lots going on. It's enough stuff going on that you felt obliged to text oh, Bundes yeah. and be oh, like, yeah. are you seeing this? Yeah, oh, totally. Oh. Holy cow. <laughs> yeah, this moment just happened. <laughs> I was I, like I, I was, uh, I tried to pull up the t- like the app on my phone to watch the race, but it wouldn't let me stream the race. Yeah, because of data, right? It won't mm. let you unless you're on Wi-Fi. Well, not just that, but they, there's certain rules with live sporting events where they don't let you stream something. You know what the the key is moving forward? Record it and then start watching the recorded version of it, and then I think you're okay. 
Yeah, so yeah. I, I ended up pulling like up a YouTube video of a guy watching the race. So I couldn't see the race. I just heard a guy kind of explaining what was happening on my phone while I was in the car Loser. and looking at these houses. Oh my god! Uh, well, the, I mean, if you found your dream house yesterday, then maybe it was all worth it. You know what? I went and looked at a bunch on Saturday. Yeah, and I hated everything. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, and then we got an email about like a new plot of new homes that were going to be built in this one area. So we decided to kind of go take a look at the area and yeah. see what it was like to see if yeah. we would, you know, potentially sign up for this. And, and when the when the email comes out to, to sign up to buy, we would potentially do it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I like the area. And after the houses I saw yesterday, I'm like, I'm buying new. I can't do this. Not, yeah, really? Yeah, I, I can't. I can't. I can't, I can't, I can't, I hated every minute of it. Like going to different <laughs> houses, looking around, seeing mold, seeing rust from nails, seeing mouse holes in the wall, like just the uh, smells of smelling people. people. I, I, I hated people. every second of it. Really? Because when I see that stuff, I'm like, oh yeah, I'm going to be the only person putting an offer in on this place. Yeah. Rats? Amazing. <laughs> I've gone to places where rooms were caution taped off. <laughs> I'm not joking. I'm not joking. Yeah. And I'm like, this is ideal. No multiple offers in this situation. Yeah, right. <laughs> right. So you're, you're going in and you're going to be putting an offer and everybody's going to want these nice new places, Bundes. Yeah, and you miss the race. Carly says she cannot believe the commitment and dedication to looking for the house. Carly shocked. Even on race day. On well, to race be, day. To be fair, I haven't done much at all. It's been the Friday night lady friend doing all the groundwork, mm. sending me some links and being like, which ones do you like? I'm like, sure, sure, sure. Let's go look. Mm. And then it just happens to coincide with the race. race yeah. Uh, yeah. Just the beginning. Just the beginning. <laughs> I was so excited, too. I thought my Sunday was free. Yeah, yeah, know? yeah, yeah. And I, and I caught some of the qualifying on Saturday, and yeah. it looked like it was going to be a great race. One yeah. hell of a race. It was a hell of a race. <laughs> Yeah, man. Instead, you're looking at mouse holes and rundown houses. <laughs> man, I watched. I must have watched almost four hours of Formula One yesterday. Like a full hour and a half before the race, the actual race. Then oh. after the checkered flag, oh, it was great. Loved it. Yeah, I'm sure it was. <laughs> A study found that if you are confident in this one room in your house, you are going to have better mental health overall. What room do you think we're talking about? It's got to be the bedroom. Oh, baby. Is it the bedroom? Show me the bedroom. Bedroom? What other rooms are available? All of them. TV room? Oh, no. Maybe it's the bathroom. (laughs) (laughs) You got to have confidence in the bathroom. Otherwise, you know, it's going to drive you nuts all day long, right? Oh. (laughs) (laughs) Barnes has changed the answer. Turn me off now. Are you Um, going bedroom or bathroom uh, on this one? It's got to be bedroom, right? Don't you think? It's not the bathroom. I want it to be bathroom, but I think it's the bedroom. Yeah, you're confident in the sack, then you carry that confidence through your... It's swagger, right? I'm pretty sure Lado has a song about that. <laughs> big energy, right? Right. That, if you some... listen to the explicit version of that, mm. it's not just big energy. Yeah, it's something else. There's another else. term in there. <laughs> well, here's what I'll tell you. You guys are both wrong. It's not right. the bedroom. It's the bathroom! It's, it's not the, the bathroom! bathroom. Oh. Although it's good to have confidence in there. Okay. It's the kitchen. Really? You forgot about the kitchen. Oh, yeah. Confidence about cooking 
actually boosts your mental health. You know, with all of the ways we can get food to our house so quickly, ordering in, there's some people that don't know anything about cooking. I have friends who order Uber Eats every single night. They never use their kitchen once. They just don't know how to cook, and that's the way they live. So people in this study took part in a seven-week cooking course, and after that cooking course, they displayed way more mental health, like overall health, improvements in well-being appeared immediately after they finished this cooking course. Because they were eating healthier, they were feeling more confident with food prep, and that spilled into every aspect of their life. You want a tip on uh, how to uh, how to get better in the kitchen? <laughs> you are uh, Tim's the guy. I mean, you know, you know what? I'm Tim's guy after all. You are the worst with cooking tips, isn't he? Oh, you no. got to slice your onions thick no. like they're the like a hockey puck, and then you put them on the barbecue <laughs> and put them on your sandwich. Oh, that's just something I do when I'm making a burger. Yeah. I got a whole onion puck on there. It's mm-hmm. delish, but. You know, cooking isn't rocket science if you just follow directions. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Just There's read the recipes. directions. It's really about timing. Just the hardest part of cooking, I find, is making sure everything in your meal is ready around the same time. Yes. So you don't have like... And some things can sit out for a bit under foil. But, you know, yeah, just follow directions. Thanks, tips guy. <laughs> another tip for the tips guy. Let's throw something in a pan and move it around a bit with some salt and pepper. All Boom, right, tips guy. We so got shy. your tip. <laughs> Okay? <laughs> Put it in a pan with some pepper. Oh, <laughs> Take it all away. <laughs> Make sure you put your mushrooms in last because they're going to cook the quickest. So you don't want to put those in at the same time as your carrots. Didn't then your you carrots... give some guy, like a celebrity, a tip on his. Yeah, Ryan Tedder <laughs> from One Republic. I gave him a tip. <laughs> you saw him cooking. No, uh, he posted an Instagram kebabs. picture of these skewers <laughs> and he had his vegetables with his meat on there. And it's very hard to cook one perfectly without the other sacrificing. So your tip was to separate those the skewers. veggies and the meat, have them on different skewers. Yeah, he that was, was having none of those He tips. did not appreciate the tip. <laughs> I don't know about you. I got a hard time getting rid of stuff because I feel like I always come back to it some, especially with clothes. Like right now I'm pulling jeans out I haven't worn in 20 years and I'm so glad I held, held on to them because they're completely More. back in style. A jacket I had at university is now in style again. <laughs> and I got rid of it. You tossed it. If I would have held on to it, I'd have a perfectly great jacket. Yes. That is in style now. Yes. And it would have cost me zero dollars to have it. Or you, know? you could have sold it because it's actually like that vintage. Look, is it the Patagonia one you were telling me about? No, well, like the one that Bundes bought. Like the big, just big, furry, fluffy one. That's, uh, I don't know what you call that <laughs> style of jacket. You're almost like. Yeah, it's almost like a teddy bear coat. Yeah, yeah. it's like a teddy bear coat. So if you have a hard time getting rid of stuff, you got to do this four pile technique a lot of people do the three pile piles you got the keep pile you got the toss pile and then you got the donate pile experts say add in a fourth pile and that is called the hide pile and instead of getting rid of something you hide it from yourself and it's hard to get rid of stuff that you spend money on it seems like a waste so if you want to hang on to something, you hide it from yourself so it doesn't bother you when you see it. It's not taking up closet space for 20 years. You see if you miss it. Chances are you won't. And then when you come around to do your spring cleaning again the next year, you can make the decision again. Do I toss this or do I hide it again? You know where they got this idea from? The Bible. 
It's like purgatory. Essentially, you're putting your clothes <laughs> in purgatory. Yeah. I, look, I, I didn't go to Catholic school like you guys did. Yeah. But isn't that how it works? Like you're Purg- just kind of in between <laughs> one and the other and you're just kind of like staying there and the clothes that go in the garbage or that's hell and then the, goes, <laughs> the clothes that you keep, that's heaven. You, and you pretty much nailed it, Tucker. That's yeah. how it works. <laughs> the, the purgatory is for, is for lost souls that haven't found their way home. You right, know? yeah. And so, you can get out of purgatory. Like... Definitely can. There was a great club in downtown called, called Purgatory. Purgatory. <laughs> and each floor, it was three floor clubs, was like hell, uh, Purgatory, and then heaven. Hello, Bundus. <laughs> Welcome to Purgatory. <laughs> you will not be allowed to ascend to the third floor. <laughs> That's where all the girls are. Your douchebaggery <laughs> is holding you back. You need a cleaner soul. You need to have pure thoughts. Rinse me down, God. Rinse me down. We may give you a second chance if you pass me a folded up $50 bill. Yeah. Takes bribes. Oh, okay. God takes bribes now. Okay. Let's do it. That sweatshirt is no longer in style, but I will allow it to exist. On this level, a little longer, <laughs> as long as you hide it. <laughs> there you go. That's right. It's clothing purgatory. It's clothing purgatory. I would like to apologize in advance if I accidentally play some swearing. I'll do my best to turn the volume down for a sec. When somebody throws an F-bomb at Justin <laughs> Bieber. What? While the rest of the crowd is booing him while he's performing in Montreal. What happened? What did he do? He broke all the rules, my friends. This guy is like on fire right now. Yeah. People are loving Justin Bieber. I'm loving Justin Bieber. I love the turnaround he's made in his life. He's on a way better path. But, you know, everyone who got tickets to his show, I'm sure, is a fan. So how could they all of a sudden start booing? Yeah. What did he do? What did he do? What do you think he did? Um, did he try to like say a few things in French and the pronunciation was so oh, bad? Oh, yeah. They were like, <laughs> speak English! <laughs> How dare you try and speak our language? Yeah, right? I mean, look, anybody who is uh, English as a first language with weak French, they know if you go to Quebec, you go to Montreal, you start trying <laughs> oh. to speak French, they immediately speak English to you. Yes. Ah, yeah. Ah, ah, ah. What? Ah, what? He was wearing his stupid, ugly Toronto Maple Leafs jersey yeah. at a Montreal show, ah. and the Canadians fans went wild! They were having none of that. Show me he was wearing his stupid, what did you call it? Stupid, <laughs> reversible Toronto, Toronto Maple, Maple Leafs jersey. jersey. That wasn't it. He he came out wearing a beret, and <laughs> people were like, "Wrong country, you idiot!" That's, that's offensive. France. That's France. That's offensive to me. In Quebec, we wear the construction helmet with the two beer slots on either side. That's the move here. <laughs> they were offended with the beret. beret. <laughs> no, no beret. No, he, he wasn't came out with a pack of uh, Tim Beebs. Yeah, and yeah. he didn't share with the crowd. Ah. Yeah. I'm um, just going to crush a couple of these. i got a bit of a hunger going on. People are like, pass me one. They're like, no, boo. Show me Jimmy. Oh, no, that wasn't it. He made fun of the fact that in Montreal, they call it Chalet Swiss. <laughs> <laughs> he said, it's actually. 
actually Swiss Chalet. You've been getting it wrong all this time. Not Chalet Swiss. Show me Chalet Swiss. (laughs) (laughs) No, it wasn't that either. Bundus was actually closest. Oh, yeah? It's something to do with hockey. Yeah. Because he's like a Leafs fan. Yeah. Yeah. Diehard Leafs fan. Waited till the end of the show, and then he decided (gasps) to start chirping the Montreal Canadiens. He did? (laughs) Oh, my God. Hockey, you know, I mean, it's, of course, really important in Ontario, but in Montreal, I mean, it's a religion for some people, so be like, it's blasphemous. Mm -hmm. So... He um he started chirping because okay. Montreal's already out of the playoffs. Like they're terrible this year. Ooh. But you know what's crazy is that they you know of all teams to rip on, they were the team that took Mont- uh, Toronto out last time. Yeah. Right. You know? Okay, here we go. How's that playoff spot looking for you guys this year? He said, how's that playoff spot looking for you guys? You just heard a little more respect from me now. Yeah, yeah. I, I knew you'd like this. Okay. I gotta turn it down right here. Somebody swears quickly. And then, all right. Maybe next year. Maybe next year. <laughs> Maybe next year. Go, Leafs, go. Go, Leafs, go. Go, Leafs, go. I'm outnumbered. I'm outnumbered. It's not fair. It's not fair. It's not fair. But, anyways, I'm so grateful. Thank you guys so much for being here tonight. I love you guys with all my heart. I thank you so much for everything you love me. He got him back right after that moment. I love Montreal. Yeah, he broke that fundamental rule, which is you guys are the greatest city so far on tour. Oh, right. You know, that's the line you're supposed to drop. That's right. So <laughs> That's funny that he did that. Yeah, and they were chanting, go Habs go. And so he started saying, go Leafs go. <laughs> anyway, he was not wearing the jersey in that moment, but that would have been great if he was. Just looking at the results of a very heated discussion on bread. People are passionate about their bread, it turns out. And I'm actually shocked at which bread came out on top as being best. Like, like the best bread best you can breads. buy? You go to a, let's say you go to a bakery. They got one of everything. You can pick whatever mm. you want. What's the bread of choice? Sourdough. Sourdough? Sourdough is very tasty. Sourdough. Yeah. I just recently got into sourdough. Uh-huh. I was turned off by the name for a long time. Sure. <laughs> That's a, that is a, I mean, it definitely <laughs> has a bit of a flavor to it. Um, Bunnis, is that your go-to then? If I'm feeling a little adventurous, I go pumpernickel. Like a, mm-hmm. like oh. a. Like a rye? Like, uh, like a pumpernickel like rye? the dark round ball thing. The round yeah. ball one. And then I like a little spinach you put a little, Yeah, you carve yeah. out the middle and then put some dip in it. <laughs> I love that. I love that dip thing that people used to make with the big pumpernickel look. It was filled with like creamy, like broccoli dip or something. It was spinach dip, Maura. There was no broccoli. Oh, I'm sorry. I picked the wrong green vegetable. Give me a break. Yeah, first time I saw that, it blew my mind. I I crushed so much of it. And then you rip the sides off and dip it in. So tasty. Then then you do it yourself the very first time and you realize you really need to buy two pumpernickel loaves. Because you need a whole one just to cut up in those little squares. Squares to dip. Yeah, because otherwise you just don't get enough out of that little cavity that you're creating in there for the uh, spinach dip. That's right. Well, you know what? Sourdough is number one. I was kind of surprised by that. I got got a number two for you. Oh, yeah? (laughs) Uh, Show me marble rye. Show me the marble rye. At number two. 
Man, Rye's down at the bottom. Only 5% of people. Rye is awesome. Rye's a good one for a sandwich, toasted mm. or something. Mm-hmm. Or with breakfast. Oh, by the way, Pumpernickel was not in the uh, top, top People don't know what they're talking no. about then. No, Pumpernickel's here. Oh. Just 2%. So I'm going to get a big fat buzzer on that one. Oh, number two. Oh, oh, I know what number two is. It's that one with the cinnamon and the raisins that you can get. And you toast that sucker up. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's yeah. delicious. Well, cinnamon raisin did show up ahead of pumpernickel ah! and also rye, but it is not in the top three. Uh, give me, give me some brioche, Tucker. Show me brioche. Oh, what fancy. is brioche? What is brioche? Well, break it down. Come for on, me. aren't I mean, you from Montreal? It, yeah, but it's got the gold. Yeah, I know what it looks like, but what kind of bread is that? It's like a loaf. Yeah, it's more <laughs> of a shape. I know. It's, it's like a, a loaf. Like a All loaf. of these are loaves, and it's yeah, kind of yeah. got like these like bumps on the top that kind of come in. You know, but you could make that same shape with any kind of bread. What it was? What it's? What is the consistency? Brioche like a, is kind of almost can like. Can you have a sour? Dare I say? No? Dare I say? There's a touch of like a croissant vibe with the brioche. Okay. Well, <laughs> okay. Well, look, it's not even. It's not showing up here. He's <laughs> getting pissed at us. Okay. Oh, holla, holla bread. Guys, <laughs> oh, I, oh. I can't believe you're missing this. Ciabatta, Tucker, show me ciabatta. No. I mean, I think. I ch- can't believe this Wait, list sucks. But I think a ciabatta is also a variation of, of this hala? kind of bread. Oh. It's white bread oh. is number two. Oh, this, this list so, like, is it like, Well, no. <laughs> sourdough. You can have a Vienna. You can have a sourdough baguette. Like, there's lots of ways of having sure. different okay. types of bread. You just want... I think, okay. like, I'm talking about... Yeah. Well, you said rye. You said cinnamon raisin. That's there. White well, bread. Show me, me multi grain. <laughs> <laughs> wheat <laughs> bread, number three. Yeah. Which, yeah. Cardamom? Is wheat. cardamom in there? Where's the focaccia? Okay. <laughs> <gasps> non. Non bread. Yeah, good one. Put the non on that. Where's list. the pita's at? Yeah. Oh, yeah, but, but yeah, but again, it's you're talking about shapes. It's just like another variation of white bread, are, is it not? Are we cla- putting tortillas into this uh, again? <laughs> trying to piss you're you getting off. Getting wrapped up in shape. <laughs> Where are the English muffins, Dad Tucker? Oh, Show me the English muffins. Yes. <laughs> Eric Church. Who oh. doesn't love Eric Church? Sure. If, I, I honestly I couldn't name one song that Eric Church sings, but uh, uh, some good old country songs, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I got a couple of his albums actually. Oh, really? Okay, there you go. Okay, well, what do you think about this? Eric Church has got this tour planned. How about uh, I'm going to play the most popular Eric Church song, which is called Springsteen. Mm. Is that about? This is Eric Church. Eric Church has a tour planned, and he's got a show coming up in Austin, Texas, and he just canceled it. And wait until you find out what the reason was behind him canceling the show. Okay. His team for basketball 
in the NCAA oh, March Madness yeah, yeah. has made, made it to the final four. I get it, bro. And he wants to watch the game. I get it. So he's canceled his freaking concert in Austin, Texas. I get it. How insane yes. is that? How entitled are you? March Madness, baby. He's like, down to the final four next weekend. Yeah, exa- you got to cancel everything. I'm he's sorry. A huge University of North Carolina, Carolina fan. Yeah, yeah. And he's now canceling his concert on Saturday in San Antonio, Texas, so we can watch his team play in the Final Four in New Orleans. That's great. He's going to be at the game. He's going to the game. He got tickets. You got to go. I mean, people, obviously Eric Church is a big enough name. People are probably traveling in for this concert. They bought these tickets forever ago. They're looking forward to it. And now it's not going to happen because Eric Church has a basketball game to watch. He can't like record it and watch it on his PVR after and do whatever. How are you on this? He had to cancel because his head wouldn't have been in the game. He would have been asking his roadies what's the score in between each song, you know? Like it was the right move. Or (laughs) how about this? Incorporate it into your show and have it up on the big screen instead of your big fat face. (laughs) (laughs) You selfish pig. (laughs) (laughs) I think it's awesome. I totally get it, man. Like even just this past weekend when I was house hunting instead of at home watching the Formula One Grand Prix. I was so angry. Right. Yeah. Look what you missed. You missed one hell of a race. I know. Okay, well, how about this? Don't plan concerts around the Final Four weekend. (laughs) Or or don't, if you know you're a Formula One fan, don't plan outings around the schedule. It's out in advance. You know, we know when it happens every year, Mm -hmm. uh, he he issued this statement. He said, this Saturday, my family and I are going to stand together to cheer on the Tar Heels. That's right. (laughs) As the team has made it to the Final Four. As a lifelong Carolina basketball fan, I watched Carolina and Duke battle over the years. But to have them match up in the Final Four for the first time in history. Oh, I mean, he's got to be there. He's got to be there. Sports enthusiast dream. This is also the most selfish thing I've ever asked my fans to do. To give up your Saturday night plans with us so that I can have this moment with my family. You selfish pig! <laughs> I, I, kind of, like, I kind of respect the fact that he's being honest and he's not like it's just not like he made up some excuse. He's yeah. telling you the truth why. Okay. It's important to him and he's giving you an ample time. This isn't like Adele the night before. Yeah. Okay. I'll tell you what would make me on board with Team Church in this scenario is if he offered to, re- offered to refund anybody who had to commit to hotel reservations, etc., that they can't get out of and are now going to like you know, rack up some cash. People probably bought plane tickets to fly into Austin. To see the to show. To see the show. Or uh, San Antonio, sorry. I, you know, Joanne like, says, uh, you know, I'm with you, Tucker. Joseph says, let's go, Duke. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they just discovered that dolphins have wingmen and they help each other pick up the ladies. Yeah. Dolphins are so much like humans. <laughs> it's crazy. <laughs> this kind of male cooperation for the purpose of reproduction, they say, is highly unusual in the animal kingdom. They whistle to each other as part of male bonding, and they rely on wingmen to vie for the affection of potential mates. And actually, the more 
popular a dolphin is with the bros, the more successful yeah! he is. <laughs> I love it. This is so stupid. <laughs> I, I knew you would love this, Bundes. <laughs> a group of stupid. male dolphins will actually work together to compete with rival rival groups of male dolphins <laughs> to win them over. Does this not feel like a scene out of a club? It seems, sounds like Bundes' 20s. <laughs> yeah, man, totally. Yeah. That's a night out with the boys on a Friday. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You see some ladies with some other guys. You're like, oh, we can't let this happen. <laughs> <laughs> Get in there. Get in there. I'd say 90% of the fights Bundes got in when in his, in his 20s were related to that. Well, there was a lot of them, for sure. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, Wingmen cool. help other dolphin wingmen out. They have a crew they roll with, and they help out their crew, and only their crew. This is so great. Dolphins <laughs> are my new favorite animal. Yeah, is going to get a dolphin tattoo in his lower back. Yes! <laughs> Please do. It's Tucker and Mora in the morning. Energy 95.3.